0: just go ahead and kick it off
1: yeah
2: we're gonna can i kick it off
1: hey
0: welcome to can i kick it this is a podcast about film festivals i'm one of your hosts colin actually joining me is andy germuga i'm learning
2: how to choose the right emilio bia
0: I activated Siri on my freaking new watch. <laughs> i was like, "Who is that coming?" What the hell was that? That was crazy.
3: Wow!
1: Well, look,
0: that's staying. In.
3: Watch off. Yes.
0: Up. Do you? Do yeah, you start by theory? Apparently, I was like, "What is Emilio? What is this bit he's doing?" <laughs> uh i'm
3: okay to keep rolling if you want to keep yeah yeah we're good we're good we'll just keep going
2: we're in our
0: professional era yeah (laughs) obviously this is what happens when we lose jesse (laughs) we've we've already turned to shambles (laughs) yes uh but yes of course as you may notice um as has been tweeted and we've (laughs) talked about publicly jesse is taking a break and obviously we wish her well um yeah um but yes yeah we're we're back we're gonna keep trucking through talking yeah. about film festivals talking about movies that played film festivals talking about yeah. news uh yeah, yeah. I we
2: mean, never really waiting on it. the super bowl what do you know. want to say about the super bowl
0: the LA Rams one and they had a Hong Seng Su poster. We should maybe say that. Oh yeah, they did have a Hong Seng
3: Su poster. That was absolute <laughs> We didn't talk wild. about this at all. We should give credit was... to Simon for discovering that because yeah, uh, our past was... guest in front of the show Simon. He was denied credit unfortunately on Twitter because yeah. he uh, did a bad job tweeting about it. But um Yep.
0: <laughs> That's a funny way to phrase
3: it. <laughs> but yes. Uh but yeah, he discovered that they uh, what is it? Is it was it just like the regular poster? Like, it was the, American... the woman who
0: ran poster. Right outfitted to be the LA who rams <laughs> um it was just their Super Bowl like the day of the Super Bowl like right like the, the NFL the before, tweeted maybe. like it was like NFL yeah. magazine
3: or whatever like I don't know something like that I don't know just just like but uh yeah it's just it's, the poster they tweeted for like that it was for the happening. Super Bowl it was just put um and there was no explanation and we have not discovered like Why? what? Yeah, <laughs> who on it's, the who on the team is a uh, art house enthusiast? Or, uh, I don't think it's anyone on the team. No, Can't I mean I meant like that? the like digital like NFL team, which sure, I yeah, understand yeah, yeah. now is a you confusing way Odell to Odell say that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I'm <I've> sure <seen> Cooper
0: <laughs> Cup was on that one. Yeah. But yeah, it's crazy that they did that. <laughs> yeah. The, if anyone uh, has any
3: uh, in- inside info, get in touch.
0: Sure, yeah. If you know why the NFL tweeted at a Hong Su woman who ran poster, tell us and not anyone else. <laughs> Love this is that the kind of Skloosey we were built for. Yeah. yeah. That's like, you know that Twitter account that's like the first time X word has appeared in the New York Times? Sure, yeah, is, yeah, yeah, I think, oddly enough, the first time we've said Skloosey on our podcast.
2: <laughs> and we use it off, off the podcast I know, We use off it off
0: like literally every day. We love Squeeze. Yeah. Yes. Speaking of Hong Sang-soo, you know, woman who ran two years ago uh, performed pretty well at Berlin. I believe it won a screenplay prize. Um, Yeah. And again, this year he's always there. He's always winning awards.
3: Yeah, they like to give him like an award every year. Which is maybe
0: it's finally building up to where he'll get the uh, Golden Bear. But uh, maybe not this year. Not this year. Yeah. I don't know, do we
3: say at the top, we're going to talk about the new, the Berlin news today, and then we're also going to uh, talk about uh, the film, the first film by the, the winner of the Golden Bear, these years winning the Golden Bear. Carla uh, which, Simone. Yes, which is named uh, Summer
0: 1993. Yep. We so that's thought, coming up later. We've done this before, it's been a while, but we've done
2: the thing before where it's like- Yeah, we did it, we it did for- We did it with
0: Beach Rats, um, when Hitman won at Sundance. Oh, I, can um, I clarify
2: something early from that you said earlier? Sure. Introduction was the thing that won Best Screenplay, not Woman Who Ran. Woman Who Ran won Actress? I don't know if Woman Who Ran won anything.
0: Well, now we have to
2: find that out. <laughs> <laughs> um, when I, when I say, Introduction l- at last year's Berlin won Best Screenplay for Hong Kong 2. He won Best Director for best the, director, the Woman Who Ran.
0: of course, yeah. Um... I mean, yeah, he wins a lot. Um, yeah, but um, yeah, we did it. We've done it in the past. Uh, we did it with, I think, uh, the Locarno winner in twenty twenty. I believe we watched the short film that that director had made previously.
2: That sounds um, right. No, we, that was Rotterdam. Was it Rotterdam? Yeah, but we also um, did, but we also then, did syn. We also did like synonyms. But that was maybe after. We
0: did synonyms. Yeah, we did beach rats. Um,
2: yeah, well, sometimes for, whenever somebody yeah. wins or is, like, making a big splash at a festival, we'll go back and we'll watch And of, of we did And, of course, we did in. it with
3: uh, Titan. We did it with Raw
1: and
0: Titan. That is correct. Yeah. Um, we went Raw mode. So we do it a lot. This is just classic Can I Kick It? Absolutely. Um, <laughs> same show you've always loved. So,
2: uh, yes. <laughs> and if uh, you didn't uh, love it, then I promise everything will be different soon. Yeah, yeah. If
0: you don't love it? Please tell us. We'll change. We'll bend to your will. <laughs> uh, so, those winners out of Berlin, crazy list, right? It's a great list.
2: It's a pretty what good list. Let's start us off with. It's like a the big Golden Bear winner. Yeah, it's like a big names list. Oh, uh, you want to start down up or up down? You you want to? I guess we
0: can go up down.
2: Okay, up down. That would start with Golden Bear, which was Alcaraz by Carla Simon.
3: Yeah was uh it's her second feature as much as we just mentioned uh it's um it seems like it's another we're gonna talk about obviously this her first feature i guess is like semi-autobiographical and is like um set in like her like it's a, a story of her childhood yeah uh and uh this looks to be somewhat in the same vein it seems yeah um Uh, uh, looking at uh, she's apparently interested in examining rural life in the Catalan countryside uh, is sort of her MO for these first two features at least Mm -hmm. Um, and uh, focusing in on kids as well it seems like there's a lot of young performers in uh, both the movies
2: yeah Yeah. I mean we'll talk about it later but uh, I think Alcaraz liked summer 1993 it's it, they they uh it might be a little achievement in neo realism type beat. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: but yeah i mean yes. it's like it's like very uh interesting that it's like fun that a catalan filmmaker win it like her films are like she is she is from spain but she is from the catalan region of spain so which means that all her right. films are like in Catalan, which is a language specific to that region of Spain, which is like includes like Barcelona and stuff, and it's fun that we can see a filmmaker like make films about such a specific region and such a specific upbringing and the people within it, because it's like not yes. a region that I haven't seen explored that often.
3: Yeah,
1: and... absolutely.
3: And I think this is an observation our co-host, departed co-host Jesse, is made which is that with this win every the most recent winner from all the, the all three major european festivals is a millennial women woman who made a second feature yeah um, which is like an interesting stat uh, stat i guess yeah it's like obviously that's like there's like three qualifiers on there but um, so, which is like I mean, interesting how deep you can go on the qualifiers there but yeah. um but yeah, uh, with Happening and then um, Tatan to and then yeah. now this, uh, there's that that little mini-trend, which I think is like a welcome one, certainly. It's like an interesting interesting uh, stat.
0: Yeah. And look, I'll say it, like we'll get into the movie also, I'm excited to see this. I thought summer 90, uh, 1993 was really good and yep. this, uh, if it's like, you know, it could be a thing of people didn't see that one and they're just like, this is exciting, or maybe it's like an, an upgrade, so like, right? I'm all in. I'm excited. Yeah,
2: uh, yeah. From what I can tell, it is does feel like it was like the summer 1993 played Berlin in like a, and yeah, it won the award for best debut film. So this is clearly like yeah. she is on a trajectory at the Berlin Film Festival. It seems.
0: Yeah,
3: that was
2: yeah that um, they like I earmarked her before, and now she gets the win. Yeah,
3: but yeah. Berlin favorite, she's gonna be. No,
0: Speaking of Berlin favorites. The silver bear for grand jury prize went to our, the the fave of the the show. I'll say, speak for everyone, Hong Sing Su. um, which was yep. Jesse's prediction when we predicted what would uh, right. take home the golden bear.
3: None of us predicted.
0: Uh, no, no one was correct. Uh, yet, yeah, But Jesse, she predicted novelist film, um, and it, it, it got the silver. You know, a, a silver bear for grand jury prize and uh, this one also looks great um i've heard he does like a lot of crazy formalist tricks that he usually doesn't do which is like sort of like woman who ran where there's like these jarring like CCTV tv footage and like with hong the way that like a new formalist approach is like he's moving the camera like instead of just zooming it or whatever like so it is exciting that people are like actually this is like He's doing very interesting things that he usually just leaves to, like, I mean, he's. I'm maybe being ungenerous. He's obviously a very, like, accomplished formalist. Like, Hill of Freedom, we talked about. It's, like, a very, I think, structurally dense movie. (laughs) Um, but he's just, like, it's, like, easy money. I think we talk. I mean, as we talked about, he'd won director and, uh, a screenplay award for the past two years. He's a, he's a fave of the current regime. Um, and I just I, I am always excited To see a new honk.
3: Yeah um, I mean yeah I imagine he'll have Another one next year And we'll see Where that one goes Like they gotta give him The big win At one of these days Right Like Yeah um, What would that movie lips, have Do have like, to look like Though I guess I mean, Yeah <laughs> Like it would have to I wonder if it would have to be Like a departure Or something for him Like more I don't
2: know
0: This one from what I've heard it Like this one may have been The departure Um yeah, but yeah. I think I guess I, mean, I guess the, it's also the, like The
2: departure more like Somatically maybe Than like Formally like This one seems to sure, be Sure Like you would have yeah.
0: to Make a movie not about Like someone making a movie <laughs> Sure I mean this one I guess, I guess I I all, yeah.
2: The description from it At Berlin It celebrates the beauty Of chance encounters While talking about The importance of authenticity In the dishonest world Of cinema It just seems like I've seen this Three This is me taking my film? wallet out
0: And just throwing money At my
2: screen <laughs> listen yeah good for old hong sang su and the hong sang su heads
3: right and i guess i wonder like i do always wonder like what is the jury like the jury members past experience with someone like Hong? Su- like how many hongs has m night Shyamalan seen like it could be a I, lot I would, it could be I a few like that. i don't know that
2: is fun to think about maybe we get kim and he and a m night which would be like the dream <laughs> that would be great um I don't know. With somebody like Hong San Su, since he's such a brilliant favorite, maybe Sha Trion before was like like M. Night, you should maybe check out a couple of Ds before you get into it. Right, familiarize yourself, yeah. But uh, I can't imagine he does that with everyone. But uh, Or I don't know. Right. Maybe he just saw it seed knowing nothing, and he liked it. Or maybe this was something yeah. that other people on the... Like, I imagine... Uh, uh, Hamaguchi has seen some of them and maybe he was more of the fan who made the push for that who knows? yeah
3: certainly entirely possible I don't know it's always interesting to think about yeah like who is the what was the fave of each of the jury members it's something I always like to do um,
2: um, the silver bear for the jury prize
0: this was Emilio's pick yep this is robe what I've of been
2: Dems. doing robe of demons by Natalia Lopez Gallardo um, I think we had talked about it on last episode of some of the, as it, like, some people like it, but other, some people seem to be down on it, which is, like, seems atypical of these slates of awards. Like, most of these movies seem to have gone, like, almost uniformly, at least pretty well. And Robot Gems is maybe the most mixed reaction out of any of these. But, uh, I don't know. I'm excited. I It's like, I still haven't bitten the bullet on, uh, what's his name, uh... Regatus? Regatus. I mean, now is maybe not the time. You know, just stylistically, maybe this. I, I'm excited to see this one eventually. I don't know how available it yeah. will ever be. But, uh, you know, I don't know what the, um, the usual level of availableness of Silver Bear Jury Prize Berlin winners. I guess it would be interesting sure to, no, see, I mean, to see what won this last year and think about this.
0: Yeah, I could see it like. A, a a film like that, like of just like a sort of a smaller European film level doing like rounds, um like you get stuff like in um what do they call it? This is why we need Jesse um, like in the smaller sections of like New York and like um like Discoveries or whatever and like um Oh sure. Currents. Y currents, yeah, exactly. Uh your your smaller sections at the other film festivals, like wherever was playing in um can out of competition like those smaller juries, mm-hmm. this like the smaller yeah. sidebars that I think they like shoved Hong in last year as well. Last well. like year's S- like
2: Silver that. Bear Jury Prize went to a movie that literally doesn't have a Wikipedia page. So. Cool. <laughs> so yeah.
3: <laughs> so maybe look but yeah. uh not a yeah. rocket to uh notoriety this party. i mean but look
0: baby like virtual like... the virtual landscape is changing the game in a way that we don't even know how to calculate yet yeah it's, it's funny it's like we'll be out everywhere
2: the popularity because like last year's golden bear winner was bat look and loony porn which like it made the rounds. People got to see that one more than a lot yeah. of It's, like, on
3: Hulu now, I think. Oh, I Magnolia mean, like had it. Yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. And then Silver Grand Jury Prize was Wheel of Fortune and Fantasy. So it was, like, yeah, those two sure. movies made their rounds, and people liked them a lot. But then this third movie, Mr. Bachman and His Class by Mark. Oh, Mr. Spen. Bachman and His Class, yeah.
3: Oh, that just uh, came out on movie. actually, I think.
0: movie yeah. has it in America. So, look, I mean, that's uh, – Mr. Bachman and His Class, people – Saw and liked, I think um, Yes, oh, okay. it's
3: very long and it's a documentary About a 6th grade teacher, I think Or something like that yeah. Like, yeah. Um, That's what I know about Mr. Bachman and his class And the New York Times really liked it <laughs> um, But yeah um, Speaking kind of, of something fun. that
0: will probably make the rounds Though I mean, definitely, it has distribution in the United States <laughs> uh, Claire Denis won Best Director For Both Sides of the Blade yes. Slash Fire uh, Which was my pick for Golden Bear uh, and then I guess we'll never get to Andy's pick because he picked <laughs> Call Jane, and believe it yes. or not, went home empty-handed. <laughs> Big ol'
3: boff on my part. Yeah,
0: <laughs> um, and we talked about um, we talked about this last week a lot that um, the sort of response to it, and it's cool to see her get director. We often talk about Denise like not really getting her dues at these bigger festivals, like especially like Cannes. Um, right, and we don't really. I think we're still sort of. We found out that basically, um, her other one, To the Stars, no, um, Stars at Noon won't be ready for can um, right, so, uh,
3: talked about that it, last week,
0: yeah, it, we, it'll be interesting to see where that ends up, and this one is coming out in the spring or the summer? I think so, it seems like
3: they're doing the, uh, Let the Sun Shine In sort of release, yeah, 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 um, and then we'll see if, uh, if, 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 uh, the, the next one gets the High Life release.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, exactly.
0: Um, but yeah, I mean, always exciting to see Denis. Everyone's liking... Or not everyone. A lot of people are sort of calling it minor Denis, but I think Let the Shine In" was hit with the same sort of uh, response at the time, and obviously we know that one is major. Um, so yeah, always exciting for a new Denis. Um, the Silver Bear for Best Leading Performance...
3: The film is uh, Rabbi Kernaz versus George W. Bush. Um, and the actress's name is
0: uh, uh, Meltem Captain. This one it won another award, right? It also won screenplay. Um, yeah, so they were clearly fans of it. Lila Steiler. Yes. Steeler, maybe. Yes, so this is like, it's. I guess
3: it's about... Uh, a woman whose son is accused of terrorism and, like, goes to Guantanamo Bay, uh, and is imprisoned in Guantanamo Bay, I should say. Not, he's not, like, going for a visit. Um, uh, and so she, you know, fights against, uh, fights to free him, and, like, takes it to the Supreme Court in, in the U.S. Um, and so, so the so I guess the uh, Meltem Captain, and I apologize if I mispronouncing your name, is like a comedian and like a presenter. So she's like she's like a host, I think, like on TV. Yeah. Um. Uh. So it, that's, that's like it seems like it's taking an interesting total approach to that. Like. Yeah. It, um, it
2: seems to like some. It, it seems to be described as like a light. Like like of sort of comedy, like sort of light comedies, light drama, like that sort of thing. It's not right as harrowing as maybe the premise maybe sounds. It's it's a little more yeah satirical it seems than that.
0: She's kissing her silver bear and her press still Yes, it's very adorable. Um, but yes, and that also won. Yeah, as screenplay as we said. Um, and then the silver bear for best supporting performance went to Laura Basuki and Nana, which is the Indonesian film uh set in the like the sixties before yeah. yes. the sixties okay and yeah this one I think um yeah it's like about like um a sort of like anti communist purge and like a outbreak of violence, and she is sort of uh living as the wife of someone who, like, helped her just after this whole uh, situation where her husband was kidnapped um, and sort of, like, dealing with the fallout of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we also have a Silver Bear for Outstanding Artistic Contribution for Rithi Pan, uh, someone we mentioned a lot, and Sarit Mong for Everything Will Be Okay, which was the new... Um, Pond movie obviously the documentary um yes yeah. and i believe a little unusual
3: for outstanding artistic contribution to go to the director it's like something right somewhat notable about that but
2: what sorry mong sorry mong is like the production designer for the film um because i believe it question. is yeah it, it is a award often given to like a cinematographer or a sound person or some, somebody like contributing to the film in that capacity. It was just like...
3: Yeah, sorry Manning is the production design. Yep. Yeah. So,
2: mm-hmm. so the award was given to both of them. But I guess it's more to like to yeah. shout out the production design of the new film.
3: And is it... Is it... Stop motion,
0: it looks like? Uh, and then there was also a special mention to the film A Piece
2: of Sky by Michael Koch. Cock. Cock. Coach, cock always yes. uh, always hard to figure out how you say it especially when those tricky German
0: coach coach yeah um but yeah a pretty interesting lineup i feel like maybe with the exception of like one movie like a lot of these like i um i feel like i like have like even just without getting too far into like researching takes and everything from like people who were you know boots on the ground at berlin i feel like a lot of these have like made splashes in a way obviously um rabbi kernes versus george bush is like a sort of splashy title to be like whoa what is this like but i feel like that it's like the the double win there is like not nothing you know yeah absolutely uh, yeah. A lot of these sound
3: interesting. I'd love to check some of them out. Uh and we'll see how the release goes for these.
2: Yeah, hopefully yeah. this will these will play festivals, get decent releases around, you know, America. I world. think
0: I don't want to be wrong. I wanna say Cinema Guild already bought the Hong, but That sounds right.
2: Cinema Guild just basically just, just, exists
3: just... to buy Hong Seng Su movies. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: It, oh. it, it, do we always wonder it's just like some filmmakers it just seems like they their movies always just play a festival and get bought by, by the same, same person and i just wonder why they don't just cut out the middleman there you know
1: <laughs> right
3: i guess they yeah. need the festival buzz to uh to make it make sense i
0: don't know yeah it was cinema go bought it for the u.s um but to talk about to transition to talk about um Carlos Simone's first feature, Summer 1993, which played at Berlin Out of Competition in 2017.
3: Yes, we we all watched it. Uh, it's uh, it's uh, streaming on Topic if you're a Topic what subscriber is topic? right now. I have no idea. Did you? watch I am it like, on Topic. I did not watch it on Topic. Okay. No, I. Uh, I you were like the it. the the big fan of. Uh... Right, I'm the streaming service guy. I know, like, and subscribe to too many of the streaming services. I have no clear idea on like what the deal with Topic is. I think they like specialize in like like thrillery things, but this doesn't fit with that. I don't know. Um. Uh. Yes, but if you if you want to watch it for free, you can do a Topic free trial and check it out. Uh, otherwise, it's on a few other streaming services for rental and purchase. I would um, say um,
0: on Body and Soul, the Idigo and Yeti um, yeah. film won the Golden Bear of the Year that this was there. Okay. Um, uh, the Sebastian Lelio film, A Fantastic Woman, was also there that year. On sure. the Beat at Night Alone, Hong sang Su. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Aki Karizmaki had The Other Side of Hope. Oh uh, yeah, and He had one. She won Best Actress for *On the Beach at Night Alone*. Uh, just to get that out there. Closing um, that loop. And uh, yes, the GWFf Best First Feature Award went to *Summer 1993* by Carla Simone. Yeah.
3: Um, so I guess just to, I I I'm sure many of our listeners are not familiar with this movie at all because I certainly hadn't heard of it before.
0: Yeah. But I would say just very quickly, if you want to watch this movie, it's like. Very short and I would say it's worth your time I'd say yeah. I don't like I'm not like head over heels in love with it But I was like this is doing A specific thing and I think it's doing it really well I think yeah it's is, executing
3: like, Exactly what it wants to be like, pretty and,
0: acutely yeah. Observed for the most part um, yeah. And I was like impressed By it I was like cause like It's it's not that it took a while I like To be fair to the movie I did have a sandwich In the first 10 minutes and that is like my own Fault um, It is, Um yeah. But like it is sort of effervescent in a way and like, yeah, floating. it's not in your face. Storytelling. Yeah. yeah certainly. It's like the sort of haziness that comes with like working from memory as right. this is a, very much a film of memory. Um, right. Yeah. I'll say, and an also
2: I, like so much. Yeah. Just like hearing some of how both of my co-hosts feel before the podcast, I think I'm the person who likes it least. And even then, I sort of got there by the end. It is sort of like a hazy movie. I do. It's like a movie that, with thirty minutes left, or like with forty minutes left, I was like, "Oh, I guess this is what this movie's about." It, it's right. like I sort of found it in a little too late, but uh, there's yeah. things to be had, and I think there. It's like it's like well made enough that you can enjoy. It
3: right. It so I think, and part of the reason, like, it is the way that it is, is it, it like, it entirely commits to being told from the POV of this, like, eight-year-old girl. Yeah. Like, you are in her perspective. She is, like, very rarely not in the frame. It It is, like, her story, and she is the one who, like you are experiencing this story through the whole time. And as is true for many eight year olds, she is not like necessarily the people in her life are not necessarily being that forthcoming with her about like what is happening yeah. to her and what is happening in her life. So it, it, there's like, it has that element of like, we're so we're it's extremely rooted in this point of view uh, that is going to be, it's going to create a certain amount of work for the audience to like piece everything together of what's going
0: on. Yeah. Um... So, in talking about it, yeah, um, it's a movie about a young girl. It is based on Carly Simone's real life, where yeah, in this in 1993, which is crazy to think that she's that young. Um, I guess I mean, like, I'm, she's like I'm, a little I'm, older than me. Yeah, um, <laughs> Andy praying that no one double checks him. Um. <laughs> if she was like <laughs> seven or eight, ninety three. <laughs>
3: She's, like, three or four years older than
0: me. Yeah. She's, like, eight, like, a year before I was born. Um, the uh, – are both of her parents in real life died of AIDS, which I guess I was reading a little bit of an interview with Simone, um, and this was, like, true at the time in Spain. It was, like, a very free period, like, between the early 70s and, like, the 90s. They had a name for it that I didn't write down, but um, of just, like – the sort of cultural name of what was happening at the time, and uh, so it's like I guess a the AIDS crisis like hit Spain really hard. Sure. And um, she was like in this interview I read with her, she was like every like everyone knew someone who died of AIDS. Like if you was uh, if you were in Spain at like at that time, so like both of her parents died, and she went to live with her aunt. Yes. And her cousin and her uncle and um It's
3: her her yeah, the uncle is like the blood relation.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um and it she basically it's like is just this summer. Uh she is like she's going through to, and like working like with getting used to being part of this family in a way. Right. And um The way that Andy was talking about, like the sort of perspective of it, they do this thing where they never like explicitly say, for the most, like for the most of the movie, like what happened to the parents and like right, um,
3: yeah. Because I think... And I think that's, like, a great move on the movie's part. Because, like, she doesn't know. She's, like... Yeah. And then, like, when you get to that conversation at the end that she has with the aunt, which is, like, very forthcoming and straightforward. And, like, she's finally able to open up and ask questions. And she's getting straightforward answers. I think that scene mm-hmm. really, really hits when you get to it. Because it's yeah. been so... Um, uh, withholding, for of so all. But long. you...
0: I mean, I basically had that thought because Yeah. Um throughout the movie you have scenes where like uh the main character Frida is getting like basically as soon as she goes to live with her aunt and uncle she has to go get like blood tested and <laughs> they talk a lot about like the needles and like getting that. And then um you also have a scene where she's at a playground and uh scrapes herself or something and like a mom is, like, very concerned that that kid is touched by Frida and, like, they don't want her interacting in, like, a very, you know, right. obviously negative way. Sure. Um, yeah. is the AIDS but, crisis. People were scared. Yeah, they, yeah it yeah. was crazy. Um, the, uh... But I think it has this quality, like, I feel like in a lot of the sort of response... And people love this movie out of Berlin. I know, like, uh... There was, like, a lot of high marks. I think the review on, like, film stage I was reading, they gave it, like, uh, an A-, and I know, like, at The Guardian, I think, like, Peter Bradshaw loved it. Um, But uh, it is, like, a very... uh, People compare it a lot to The Florida Project, which I think is interesting. Because it's the same year and... I think a little bit before... Because, was Florida Project Sundance? No. I don't think in so. Any, in any case, uh, but uh, she w- S- Simone in this interview was like, yeah, I saw the Florida Project after, and it's like, um, after they had, like, finished, and it's like, obviously, you can, there's like, not parallels to draw, but it is like a similar thing of like, this sort of freewheeling child in a way. Like, Frida isn't as crazy as the uh, kid in Florida Project, like, spitting on yeah. people. But, like, she gets up to some stuff and, like, puts right. her poor little cousin through the ringer a few times. Yeah, she's acting out. Uh, Florida Project played, uh, premiered a director's Fortnite.
3: That was the director's uh, Fortnite. Oh, yeah. It was off- um,
0: but, yeah. Um, and I think, like, it is very... Because I don't really have any problems with it per se. I think it is just like a little um, spare. It looks nice, I think. We talk a lot often about this sort of crisp European digital photography. And it certainly has that feel to it. Um, Though there are moments of like... Like when the grandparents come visit. This is like a specific shot that I had in mind where the grandparents come visit... And she sort of is framing them like at the bottom of this very large frame where like there's trees like very very high reaching yeah. above them and it, it is, like, captures an interesting... nature
3: really well I think yeah like, they spend there's spend a, like, a lot of like, like, like
0: those trees where she puts the cousin yeah
3: because um, I think that's another th- like another aspect of this is that like they it's like a very rural life that yeah. she's adapting to and she like I think had. This, She'd grown up in Barcelona yeah. And, like, she asked several times about, like, her house That she used to live in And, like, which they're, like, trying to put on the, the rental market and stuff And so she is, like, really having to adapt To, like, a very different lifestyle uh, In the countryside
0: Yeah um, But, I, I mean, yeah I think there's, like It, it is, um, as you were sort of saying Like, hazy And, like, you, I kind of, like, fade in and out When I was watching it Because I'm, like, mm-hmm. It's not, like, very dense and it's not very, um, you know, like, chatty or anything. They're sort of just, like, living and, like, having these, like, very slight uh, but meaningful experiences. And it is, Mm -hmm. like, there's interesting things that happen. And I think even for, like, I I guess it was a pretty extensive casting process on the end of finding the actress who plays Frida and... um, I think he's very good. Like, I think he yeah. um, delivers, like, a very natural child performance of mm-hmm. sort of not knowing and, like, having everyone sort of talk about you but never to you. Right. And, and like,
3: obviously processing this, like, enormous grief and not yeah. having the tools to do that. Like,
0: <laughs> and, um, I don't know, As as we get towards the end of, like, there's a specific thing that happens in the end that I do want to talk about, but I I mean, do you have any general thoughts, Amelia?
2: Yeah, I think it's like, I sort of, I I find it spare, which is sort of my problem, especially at the beginning, because, because, I think, I can see appreciating how like, low-key, and how it tries to like, not be super forward with its information, try to keep you like, lost, like, because it wants you to have a perspective, But that just meant that during the, like, mostly chill, happy first half, I was just like, what is this? Why am I watching this? It's just like, why are we starting this story here? Is something going to happen? And then once it sort of just, like, arrives at its moments of emotional heft, I can, I finally could sort of, like, grab, like, find something to grab onto. And once it got to that, I really found it like, resident of these moments of just like, it really reminded me of how I was bratty when I was growing up. Like I think I was, mm-hmm. sort. I sort of misbehaved in a similar way to Frida, and I, and that sort of like helped me call back and sort of helped me connect to the movie. And I think what it was try. It, once it became clear what it was trying to do, just like thematically, I also appreciated that because I think it's a movie about, just like. Well, she's not. She's not living with her parents, and these like parents around her aren't live. They, it's like she's not their real daughter, and just like what that sort of dynamic is of just like mm-hmm. they, they can say they love her all she wants, but she's always gonna have her doubts, and they're always gonna be like, like when she does something mean to her cousin, they they don't treat her like they she was her their daughter. They treat her like, why are you doing something to our daughter? And just like how these sort of subtle emotional connections can resonate to something, to somebody even like a child, and how they can pick up on that stuff, and how can that something like that leave a mark, and how do you try to navigate that stuff when you maybe don't have the vocabulary to do it, because it's a very particular situation that they're in. Also, even what you're saying about, like, the countryside, it did remind me of just, like, when I would spend weeks with my cousin, who live in, like, the, a little more, like, country, like, down-home parts of Puerto Rico, and just, like, it, it it like, it like helped me recall my childhood in a way that I sort of appreciated. As somebody who like feels like he's losing a lot of memories of that period in my life, it, it I found it mm-hmm. very like nice and profound in that way. I just wish, like, I had that for like the first fifty minutes of watching it. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a really good call.
3: That like yeah, it does. I think it really gets child behavior like super well. Uh, it did remind it the. I thought a lot about its connection to the lost daughter in that way, actually, which I think has, like... Like, obviously, that movie is not from the perspective of the children, but, like, it does get, like... Like, when children are are acting out and stuff, Um, uh, there's very vivid scenes in that of that. Um, And, yeah, I mean, I just... Like, yeah, I really do think it's, like, really believable the way that she, like, just doesn't know how to act and does And, like... And I think also, like, the portrait of the parents is, like, really well-drawn and, real, like, they're yeah, clearly, like, like I guess really... guess
2: parents is sort of a weird way to describe them, because, like, they're her aunt and uncle. Right. But... They're, they're like, but adoptive I mean, parents, right, yeah. yeah. They are parents yeah. to her cousin, and they are her adoptive parents, essentially. But I think the right. mo- part and, of, like, the movie is getting into is like, do they really feel like her parents to her and, the, and to them at all, and, like, that sort of thing. Right.
3: And I think the movie navigates that really well, because I think it's, like, they're clearly, like, good parents. Like, they're, yeah. like there it's like you're never like questioned for her safety they're willing to give her like a lot of room and and to like feel her feelings and stuff like i think of that scene early on where like the aunt like pulls over and like f- helps her fix her hair because she's like being whatever and then she just throws, throws the, comb the comb out the window and then without like saying anything like don't do that or like you shouldn't have done that when it's like she just gets out of the car goes gets the comb and then like continues on like she doesn't like admonish her at all which i think is like interesting but then like as time goes on and she acts out in more and more like difficult and problematic ways including like telling her cousin to like hide in the woods and like abandoning her like the concern of like am i going to be able to do this like long term am i going to be able to take this kid and have it be up her be a part of my family fully is she ever going to trust me am i ever going to trust her like like you hear you overhear snippets of that conversation and i think like her concerns feel so super real and super justified but she does a good job of like keeping that in check when she is actually dealing one-on-one with with the kid. And I think, like, that... Like, all that stuff, I think, is, like, really, really interesting and really, really well done.
0: Yeah, and then I think by the end, especially, like... Even before the end, um... There's a transition to where she starts calling them mom and dad. Like, it's already... Like, it happens in the span of the summer. And in the interview with Simone, she similarly, like, talks about those figures in her life as her mother and father. And, like, um, her sister, who is the cousin at first. Right. um, Who's, like,
3: two or three years younger than her.
0: Yeah. And that is, like, maybe my favorite performance in the movie other than the uncle who is the father, who is just, like, a cool guy who always has a cigarette in his mouth. Um, Her hot uh, hot uncle dad. Sure. (laughs) Um, But the cousin is, like... When she... I mean, i it's so hard to talk about, I think. When she's at the pool, it reminded me of, like... Uh, or, like, the sort of, like, the, the spring, the river, the lake, or whatever. They're in the water, and she's got the cast on, and she's, like, at the edge... And she's like, come on, like, get in. And it's, like, cold. And she's, like, tempting the cousin. And the cousin just has, like, this look of wonder on her face of, like, can I get in the water? And, like, I'm just like, don't do it, please. I do not want anything bad to happen to you. You are, like, this adorable child who has been put through the wringer already. And then she falls in the water, and it's, like, silence. And the dad, like, has to run and get her. And as soon as he pulls her out... She's, like, full little kid, like, scream crying. Right, And it, yeah. it just breaks your heart. Um,
3: God, yeah. Filming that then, must have been so challenging.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah. it it is, like, a, a very hard, where you're just, like, oh, something bad's gonna happen, and I don't want to see it happen. And then it, like, right. barely does, but still happens.
2: And, um... Yeah. It, uh... I mean, the moment that, for me, yeah. was, like, that it just, like, really hit home, and just, like, really, like, God, kids are the worst, and I... I but I was a thousand percent like this. Is when she runs away the, the night dress? No, when she runs away and then she just hides oh, around sure. the corner. She waits to listen to whether they're concerned or not. And when she knows that they're concerned, she comes back in and is like, "Yep, I'll do that tomorrow. Don't worry." And just like walks yeah, back. Right. In. It's like yeah, like, It's too it's dark. Too dark. To leave right yeah,
3: now. <laughs> just, leave yeah. and just walks into the house like not even like yeah. It's I thought great. you were gonna
0: say the moment where the grandma comes to visit and gives her and the cousin both these little nightgowns and one's pink and one's blue. And she's like, "Well, I want the pink one." And like drops it on the ground. And it's like. I milk on it yeah have been that petulant little (laughs) asshole where i'm like it is you should be so happy to be getting a gift right and she just can't and
2: then
3: yeah you gave me the wrong one yeah yeah yeah. it's like yeah um, and it's
2: like if if it's like she doesn't want to i guess it's just like that gift makes her feel like she's like the second fit she's just like sure the second like yeah
0: it is like two equal gifts but you can see obviously how she feels like She's getting short shrift or whatever because she gets the little blue one. And it's like that is where I think the movie works best at these like universal things that we've all done is like annoying kids. Yeah. Um, and it's just like yeah. put in a situation that you have to imagine is just tough from every angle. Like you're trying to pick up a porcupine or something where it's like obviously you can't be so mad at a kid where both of her parents just died and obviously like you wish you were getting the treatment of like better than you think you're getting, even though it is like not bad or whatever. And it's just like navigating that minefield and uh it it just really works. And then um, there was the thing about the sister in real life. She plays the sort of younger other aunt who like will come to visit from time to time. Mm -hmm. Um, Is apparently the real uh, Carla Simone's real sister Oh wow uh, And I guess her mother was like very involved With like the writing process and like It is a lot of it is like just Directly pulled from like her real Experience Um, The ending Ending though is Another thing that I think people sort of Draw comparisons to the Florida Project Um, Just in this sort of high expression from this sort of reserved like throughout the movie even though there's like these outbursts and things uh the character Frida like doesn't really cry at all and especially like it was I guess a pointed thing that she didn't cry when she found out both of her parents died because in real life Simone um she was like when I heard the news like I didn't cry it wasn't until like a, a while later I was reading some book about A death and it like hit me like a wave and she was like that is like obviously like a very potent memory for her Mm -hmm. of like crying when this thing triggers it and the beauty of this movie is it's triggered in this moment of like happiness that leads to confusion where she's like jumping on the bed with her like in her eyes like her dad and her sister and then she like obviously thinks about it for a second of like is this like what is the relationship here? And she just breaks down and it is so heartbreaking where she's just like, they're like, what is like, what's the matter? And she's like, I don't know. And they're just like crying and then like all hugging together. And it just, I think it's beautiful. I thought it was like a really, really touching ending. And like the thing of the Florida project is you have, uh, you know, the character Mooney is like about to have to leave because her mom's like getting arrested. And, um, She's, like, crying after she's been sort of this, like, (laughs) steely, like, crazy, fiery personality the whole movie. Mm -hmm. And she just, like, breaks down and starts crying. And then the friend, like, grabs her hand and they run to Disney World or whatever. Um, But in this, it is just that moment of, like... I mean, it is just the confusion and, like, the, the wonder of, like, what am I to these people, like Amelia was saying, but then also the beauty of, like they are this family like that's that's her mom right. that's her dad that's her sister and it is yeah like, i think that's I think what
2: very yeah i think that's what that yeah. moment is getting to why it's beautiful because i think like throughout the movie there are these small moments of like her leaving and offering it like a uh, there's like a statue of the virgin mary and she like leaves cigarettes or whatever and offerings offering, like, and you're just like always wondering like well obviously she knows her parents are dead but her relationship to like her current situation and what's happening to her is like seems very flip and you're just like she wants to go back to Barcelona with her grandparents and I guess right. it's like you just get this feeling of like she just feels like this is sort of like a weird phase and that maybe it'll go back and maybe there'll be something different that happened or maybe it'll go back to normal and just that ending moment of just like no this is my family and I sort of enjoy being with them and this is what my life is and her just mm-hmm. absolutely breaking down is uh, it's a, it's a great moment
0: yeah. Yeah. The crazy thing though that I also read in this interview <laughs> is uh she shot two endings, one where she cries and one where she does it. And Oh god. Uh and I just like that is also I think speaks to oddly the skill of this young actress. Um and like I can't even imagine like Uh Simone obviously I think she has an eye that like she has a very strong eye for this certain thing and like as with her new movie it's also about this sort of this generational tale of this family and it's something that she maybe feels comfortable with and she like has a lot of knowledge of like like she is good at finding the observations that feel universal or like whatever and I would be very interested to see the movie without the sort of bigger, right. emotionally sort of pulling at your heartstring ending. But I, I maybe would trust her. Like, I, I, I feel like maybe it would be... I don't know. I would be very interested to see it, I think. Um, but I, as the the way that the, ends, the movie ends now, the, what we have is, I think, uh, very special. <laughs> Even though I'm like...
2: I mean, yeah, I, th- I, th- I think the movie is, like, very solid. Yeah, I, I, th- I think it's, like, well-made, and I think it has some, like, great moments within it, even though, like, yeah. overall, as a movie, I wouldn't say it's, like, anything I love. It's, like, I can see her being, like, a great filmmaker who has, has this, yeah. like, deft touch on these sort of complicated emotional mm-hmm. realities and these performances, which all feel, like, nice and real. Yeah,
3: I yeah I I I I really (laughs) liked it. I think it's yeah it's well worth checking out. Like yeah, there's just so many like I think I am thinking of now of like several standout sequences. I do think the sequence where she like has the cousin like hide and like abandons her is like so well done. Like you really get like how she's being annoyed by her cousin who wants to play with her and she just wants to be left alone and how she like. Solves that, and then how she doesn't like want to get in trouble to resolve the problem at all, and like, uh, and then it just cuts to the cousin coming back in with a cast on her arm, and like yeah. you haven't see, like, which I think is great, Uh and yeah, that the 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 sequence that's like right before the ending where she does talk to her aunt about the like just straight questions and answers about like what happened to her mother and what the situation was and like yeah. what her mother's last days were like because she was didn't have access to her in that time. Like I it's like it's just like really strong performances and writing of like how and like the the whole movie has built to like that place where she's able to have that conversation when you can and you can tell sort of like how she's able to have it now and that she was not able to have it, like at the beginning of the movie, and you can just really track that really cleanly, I think, across the course
0: of the movie, yeah. I think. I think a scale of the movie is that it reaches these moments Not of melodrama, but of, like, sort of high drama very, very naturally. And I think, like, in a way it is sort of a hindrance in how, like, sort of... Maybe not flighty, but, like, we're saying hazy it feels. Um, But then it does lead to those moments like that and, like, the ending. And then even, like, very, very small moments, like when they're eating popsicles. And the the mom's like, let me have, like, one taste. And she accidentally takes, like, half of it. And they're just, like, laughing together. Yeah. but yeah. yeah. I, I mean yeah, big recommendation.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Did this movie did well at the Goyas, which are the Spanish sure, concerts, okay. obviously. But it's just interesting that it uh, was, Yeah, I think they it, submitted it for Academy Award as well, but like Yeah, I don't know what would have taken its spot, but uh it won best best supporting actor the uncle won best supporting actor David Veldagher yes I I do think the uncle and the aunt are very very good yeah Yeah, and the aunt won best new actress so I guess she wasn't like she didn't do that much before Summer Night I guess it's like her first sort of thing I guess she did some TV before but it's like fine. those are two very good performances and then uh, and also just like Carla Simone won best new director Yeah, yeah yeah yeah
3: Yeah, All so right. it was. Yeah, it was. It was the Spain submission for international feature that year. This is the Shape of Water year, um, ah. uh, which a fantastic woman won. Um, um, yeah. And then we had uh, the f- aforementioned On Body and Soul was nominated. The Square was nominated. Uh, Loveless and The Insult were the, the other
0: winners. <laughs> Shout out to the Square.
2: The Square also won the Best the European Film at the Goya Awards.
0: Uh, and best episode of The Office according to Emilio, where I believe he on our episode where we talked about the square, he called the uh, class of Michael Scott ass performance. <laughs> uh-huh. I stand buy that. I, it's very funny. I think about it often. Maybe
2: um, my best moment. But yeah,
3: yeah. Uh, so yeah, check out Summer 1993. If you uh, check it out on Topic, let me know how Topic is if I need to yeah. look more I, into Yeah, I, I
2: did. While uh, you were introducing the movie, I did do some minor research on what Topic is. Do you know? Anything what, I need to know? Do you know what First Look Media is? No. First Look Media is a or nonprofit media organization that exists as a venue for original and independent journalism. So they are the entity that owns The Intercept famous left-leaning oh. uh, uh media organization former Gr- Glenn Greenwald publication <laughs> yeah uh the intercept and they started topic as a streaming platform sure and everyone's get, pivoting to streaming and uh, andy's like and you got one new subscriber <laughs> yeah uh yeah <laughs> uh, i mean yeah. it is it seems to be like it seems to build itself up for like International marginalized voices. Though it, seem, it seems like first sure. look media has like been involved in like pr- film production before starting topic of the streaming service, so they like helped produce Spotlight, Neve No Trace, Roma J Israel, and Loose. But then they got into sure. streaming. So you can watch films such as Summer 1993 on the Intercept right. Streaming. I think platform. they have
3: the show that I only know about because uh, I follow its creator on Twitter, uh, The Accidental Wolf, which is Arian Moyed, who has plays wow. Stewie on Succession. He yeah. like created this show that was like I think just like he just they just did like webisodes online for a while and then I guess they bought it. And it stars like Kelly O'H- it stars, stars a bunch of Broadway people. Um, but it's like a thriller like spy drama, I think. Wow. Um I'm al- I've always been curious about it, have not ever checked it out.
0: All right! Shout out to Stewie, and here's where I put in a drop of Stewie from Family Guy saying "Victory is mine." <laughs>
2: oh.
0: <laughs> Too many Family
2: Guy. Are jokes you gonna in my do that,
0: recently. really?
2: Why are you this get is... running into Family Guy jokes?
3: We don't need to get into it here. Um, shall we start to wrap up the show then?
0: Yeah. Follow the podcast on Twitter at Can I Kick It? Follow us on Letterbox and Instagram at c i k i pod. Uh, email us at can i kick it pod at gmail. Um, I believe. Um, yes. And uh, I guess I'll go first with my plugs. And I'm clatchly on Twitter and Letterboxd, C-L-A-T-C-H-L-E-Y. And if I had a personal plug. I guess it would be the Denzel Curry song, Walking, which uh, I heard for the first time yesterday uh, as we're recording this. So that would be Monday the 21st. And I've conservatively listened to it like 30 times. <laughs> it goes so hard. Uh, Walking by Denzel Curry. Andy.
3: Great. My name's Andy. You can find me online at Andy T. Germ, AndyTGerm, A-N-D-Y-T-G-E-R-M, uh, name a social media platform that's probably my handle on it if I'm on it um, for uh, if you like the show and like what we're doing uh, feel free to uh, visit our coffee ko-fi dot com uh, slash uh, can I, C-A-N-N-E-S-I. Uh, we appreciate any monetary donations you want to send our way and if you join as a recurring donor uh, you'll be entered for a chance to pick a, a festival
0: movie for us to build an episode around first yeah, drawing so- of that coming up soon if you like our discussion of summer 1993, think about it for X movie that you like. And right, we'll do exactly. that. <laughs> uh, we'll make jokes about what streaming service that movie's available Exactly. On. We'll,
3: yeah, it'll be a grand old time. Um, uh, so yeah, that's that's available for all recurring donors. And like I said, The First drawing is going to be happening. I think March 1st is around when it'll be happening. Yeah. Um, uh, for a personal plug... Uh, there's a really great photo that Weird Al tweeted today of Daniel Radcliffe as Weird Al in the biopic parody that they're making, and it made me happy. And that movie's you, gonna. You be can't cool. plug a uh, photo
2: that was tweeted out. Come on. I
3: absolutely can't. We we've had much worse plugs on this show. What are you talking? <sighs> what about? What do you mean we, bro? <laughs> All right, Emilio.
2: Um. Do you like Weird Al? Jesus. I do. This. Uh, I do
3: quite like
0: Weird Al
2: I don't know why That's just, I don't know if that makes me more upset or less upset um, I feel
0: like one time Andy said The only rock concert he went to Was Weird Al um, Well and it was also his orcus- orchestral tour So I don't know
2: sure. if
3: it
0: counts as a rock concert Yeah But I believe those were your words exactly Sure um, also when uh, a group of friends watched the Super Bowl together and Andy was one of them and as during the halftime show when Eminem was singing <laughs> lose yourself Andy was singing along but uh, with the weird Al parody words couch potato, which yeah. is yeah somehow like <laughs> lamer than singing lose yourself in 2022 I'm a fun cool guy yeah
2: yeah, sure. You can find me. I'm Emilio, I guess. You can find me online at I'm Left Alone on Twitter and I'm Left Alone on Letterboxd, which are really the only platforms I care for people to follow me on. If you find my Instagram, feel free. But I mostly use that for personal reasons. Uh, My personal plug this week will be the television show Atlanta, which I have been catching up gotcha. on because uh, I did not really watched the back half of season two because I just kind of got distracted as I often do with television so I've been catching up and it's excellent not really much to oh. say is really good yeah
0: go uh, yeah. side <laughs> excited for that to
3: come back I guess I need to refresh myself on where they ended because it's been like three years <laughs> they in? I mean I won't
0: spoil it
2: yeah 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 um, yeah so that's my plug watch Atlanta and our theme song is by Tree Related you can find them at soundcloud.com slash treerelated it's a tree related on Spotify. That's all.
0: All right. Well, then look. It's the end of the episode, everybody. We'll release the audience.
2: Bye.
1: Clear a path as I keep on walking. Ain't no stopping in this dirty, filthy, rotten, nasty little world we call our home. They give popping. Ain't no option for my partner. So they resort to scams and robbing. Take away stress. We gone to cop and blow it all out. It's all forgotten. Keep on walking. Ain't no stopping in this dirty, filthy. Nasty little world, we call her home They get bickies poppin', ain't no option for my partner the resort, to scams and robbing, take away stress, weed, ganja, copping, blow it all out, it's all forgotten. Walking with my back against the sun, I've been running all my life. That's way before my life begun. Since my birth, and seconds on earth, I've been the first one to confront all of these cycles that get recycled, making it stifle. While I stunt, roll me your blunt so I will forget it. But it made the minute details look so vivid. Went through a lot of shit in the last year. Then I said, fuck it, I'ma handle my business. I have been one eighty to talk to one lady, she been regulating on how I feel. Describe it as raw and real I'm dealing with all the ills I'm tearing up like I'm on Dr. field. Ain't no use, you gotta walk Ain't no use, you gotta walk